0: Hello there and thank you for downloading this Property Today podcast from the 9th of March. And on the programme today, we found out how you could potentially buy a property in minutes. That's thanks to the Dubai Land Department's instant sale innovation. Meanwhile, Dr. Al Alwadir, yes, that's Dr. Al Alwadir. He has finally got his doctorate. The Wolf of Real Estate, of course, he talked us through that story and gave us advice on how to invest in real estate starting from less than $1. Plus, he took all of your real estate-related questions. And as the Dubai property market booms, what is happening around the rest of the world. We spoke to Eri Mitsosterio, the director of Savills World Research, to find out. This is Property Today on The Agenda.
1: With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties.
0: Hello there. Welcome back to The Agenda. Welcome back to Property Today. Unusual to have it taking place on a Thursday, but it is for a very good reason indeed. Delighted to say that I'm joined in the studio by Dr. Mohanad Alwadir, the wolf of real estate.
2: Thank you so yeah. much. I, I love it. I got to do applause.
0: <laughs> got a sec. I've got a thing that does applause.
2: There we go. <laughs> thank you thank you thank you <laughs>
1: this
2: is this is my first official announcement i've been flooded with a lot of messages thank you to everybody who've been sending me messages on social media and all the calls and all the messages uh, it feels great after two and two years and seven months of and studying a massive
0: <laughs> dissertation that you had to write that took you months to yes, get right a
2: hundred pages with a lot of literature review and a lot of uh, Research, uh, and designing, and yes,
0: careful things that ChatGPT could not do, for yes, example, 100%. Uh, very, very, very impressive. Uh, Thank you. So you went to Switzerland to Correct. get your uh, your doctorate,
2: doctorate degree, yes,
0: and you had to wear the full outfit, the mortarboard, Correct. the gown. There are pictures on social media actually. It looks I very cool. I also had to
2: give a very short speech. Uh, did about, you? about my experience? Uh, it was a surprise, but I I did well, I guess. Yeah. And um, a lot of people were asking me what was my thesis about it was about crowd investment in real estate and its um, impact on returns and risk in the Arab world.
0: Very interesting um, It's a stuff. very,
2: very interesting topic because a lot of people have been talking about tokenizing real estate and making it available for all the um, masses. Yeah. And that's what I focused on on my thesis. <laughs> really
0: good. I have to say, what I love about the, the the subjects that people choose for their theses nowadays is that they're often really good news stories as yeah, well yeah. because you you know everyone wants to be current and on trend and and for their Research to be valid and you often get news stories out of it. And
2: it has to be practical. And that's what I did. I tried to depict all the industry consumer trends that have been emerging. And I picked this one because of the emergence of technology, which is enabling, you know, real estate developers and sellers to actually utilize technology to turn it into a mass product, not just for the rich and the wealthy. Uh, and that's what crowd investment is all about.
0: <laughs> it must, I have to say, it must feel very good because yes. you really put, uh, what was extraordinary is that you put all that time into the study, but you also made like four television programs, an entire an Arabic radio program, an English radio program, yes. and managed to keep your business w- running at the same a time. Will, there is a
2: way. I always yeah. say that.
0: <laughs> it's, I'm very, very inspiring because I keep on saying that I'd love to go back and do an English MA, which would be a lot easier than a doctorate.
2: I started wearing glasses. <laughs> Have you noticed? It's I, been a year. I everybody was like, "I didn't. I never knew that you wore glasses." Like, yes, I started wearing glasses like a year ago <laughs> for all w- the reading. I did. <laughs> Do
0: you know? I think that partly is unfortunately our age as well. Yeah, because I was, I was slightly uh, gently uh, mocking Tom Urquhart for glasses a few years ago, <laughs> and now I'm ashamed to say I might need them myself. So. Yeah, Yeah. we all get older, gradually, sadly. Uh, Let's turn our attention away from your extraordinary achievements (laughs) uh, to look at some of the top news stories uh, that we've been covering, well, that we'd like to cover on the programme today. You've given us a few more days to to prep. There's a big story coming out of uh, the Dubai Design District, isn't there?
2: Correct. For the first time ever, uh, there will be homes uh, being sold at the heart of D3, a district that uh, I know a lot of people like because of its vibrant uh, lifestyle. The offices there are all designed to it's top very notch. Cool. It's, a, it's a very cool It's a, cool a very area. cool art district, I would yes. say, with a lot of nice offices, a lot of uh, activities, retail outlets that are, uh, you know, very international. and mm. uh, in uh, Some
0: of the poshest coffee shops I've seen as well.
2: Exactly. So uh, Miras launched um, uh, apartments there and uh, they're from one to three bedroom apartments. They start from 1.87 million dirhams and go up to 4.2 million, and they're quite spacious. Uh, They have a very cool payment plan of 60% during construction and 40% at handover. And they're expected to be completed in May 2027. So it's a great opportunity for anybody who wants to own a home at D3 just to go to uh, the Miras uh, sales center and get in touch with them uh, and try to get one of those units. Because I'm sure they're going to do well uh, simply because everybody loves to live close to where they work. Mm. Uh, so I'm expecting a lot of the people, the cool people, uh, the top executives The who people work. who
0: wear cool glasses, only enough, a bit <laughs> yes. like yours. There's going to be a lot of people with beards and cool glasses. They, 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 they,
2: the definitely, hipsters. they definitely want to live close to where they work. And so, fixie bikes, you So know? I think it will be a very, very cool uh, opportunity for anybody who wants to, uh, and a lucrative one, whoever wants to um, buy an apartment, maybe turn it into a short-term rental unit, Uh, in that district would definitely be a very good uh, decision.
0: So it's not the only, uh, I have to say, it is amazing how many uh, sort of property opportunities are coming uh, into the fore at the moment. Uh, For example, Dubai's new St. Regis residence. Correct. That came, I mean, I've never known anything like it. They did a billion dirhams in off-plan sales in one hour.
2: Yeah, that's what they announced. I think they had a chance to do a bit of pre-sales as well. But yeah, everyone does general, pre-sales. Don't in they? general, yes, the momentum is still going on very well. Extraordinary. And the high-end market is still uh, stealing the show. A lot of uh, buyers, international buyers, are uh, coming, migrating to the safe haven uh, mm-hmm. that Dubai represents. Uh, And they're coming to settle down here. They bring their wealth and they're looking for high-end properties. And this is a great example because it's positioned in one of... It's the heart of Dubai. It's the IFC. Yeah. So um, convenient. And it's a branded residence. So uh, it has two uh, very key attraction points, being a branded residence and a a very strategic location. Uh, So it did very well. I'm happy for them. Congrats. And I think uh, a lot of people keep asking, will this continue? Uh, my answer is the momentum will continue as long as there is unrest around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still witnessing a lot of uh, political instability, financial instability, um, um, uh, even environmental instability with all the earthquakes that are happening around the world. And uh, health uh, hazards are still, you know, the World Health Organization keep uh, threatening and keep uh, there's bird flu at the making moment. Us, us, that yeah, making us very nervous. Yeah. So as long as all of these uh, issues are happening around the globe, people will continue to look for a safe haven, and they'll continue to come to Dubai to settle down here with their families and their wealth.
0: So what's interesting is that it's not just Dubai that's riding this wave. No. It feels like both Abu Dhabi and Sharjah Correct. are also benefiting. I mean, we've seen, for example, a, a story just out in the last few days that Sharjah home rents have, have picked up speed in 2023, yes. up, up, you know, several percent.
2: I'm not surprised because Dubai witnessed that last year and still continuing to witness the increase in rent, uh, which is definitely an, an outcome of the increased demand. Mm. So people who are not able to afford to live in Dubai, Sharjah is a great example for them. There are a lot of amazing projects
0: yeah, and some of them are literally. When you say Dubai versus Sharjah, you, you know you're traveling like one mile down Sheikh Zayed Road, and yeah, all yeah. of a sudden you're it's, in Sharjah, exactly. and the rent's ten to twenty percent less.
2: It's not that far. Even yeah. Abu Dhabi doesn't feel that far anymore. Yeah, so true. so uh, it's it's offering a great opportunity, especially in Sharjah and the northern Emirates. They're offering a lot of uh, uh, lucrative, you know, pockets there that are great for investment, great for people to live in because they're part of very nice, uh, well designed communities.
0: How about this new uh, integrated smart city that's going to be built in Abu Gantut? Yes, Do you know I have a personal bugbear against smart cities? Does that, because I'm just like, well, what does that actually mean? And if it just means good internet, I'm afraid that's just no. what I expect every day now. <laughs> it's
2: way more than that. I can, uh, I've been involved in a couple of uh, projects that, uh, one of them is the Dubai Sustainable City, for example. Yeah where it really uh, captures the essence of a sustainable city. So you're talking about, um, and I hope this is what they're doing in, yes. in this new up- upcoming city. We're talking about even the use of material that uh, are uh, friendly to the environment uh, that reduces uh, the even the temperature inside these projects is lower than other areas. You have a lot of greenery. You have a lot of, um, solar panels um, uh, truly independent homes so at one point of uh, time you will not even need to uh, pay for your own electricity that they have, uh, makes
0: me feel very happy it's amazing Yeah, yeah. they have
2: recycled uh, grey water used for irrigation they even have their organic farms um uh, so, so there are projects that have really captured the essence of this uh, to the level where I remember in Dubai Sports uh, City, uh, sorry, Dubai Sustainable City, they went to the level of even creating a concept where you don't have to pay for service charges because it's also part of the sustainability concept. Uh, so it's uh, there are cities and Dubai and the UAE in general have been trying very hard to take a leading position when it comes to developing green uh mm-hmm. buildings and green uh, projects overall so i hope this is one of them there are not many uh, details about this new announcement except for the fact they didn't even announce the size of it yeah uh, just the location wait, I think. but it's exciting because it's in partnership with one of the most renowned developers in egypt uh and so um, they have a fantastic uh, reputation in egypt and um, i hope they're going to bring a lot of new ideas to to this new project
0: Great to get your insights on that. Mahanad Alwadir, the wolf of real estate. Dr. Mahanad Alwadir, yes, the wolf <laughs> of real estate. Uh, sticking with me for the next 45 minutes or so. This is Property Today on The Agenda.
1: With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties.
0: Hello there. Welcome back to Property Today. Welcome back to The Agenda. Georgia Tolly here alongside Mohanad Alwadeer. Dr. Mohanad Awadir, thank you, the thank wolf you, you. of real estate. <laughs> Amazing, lovely. Uh, Mohammed has sent in a message congratulating you on your doctorate degree, and he is one of many. So thank you. it's very good news. Now, I got something wrong, uh, and everyone says that the first rule of journalism is accuracy. No,
2: but um, it's ex- an exciting mistake, I would It is say. an
0: exciting mistake, yeah. because my headline was that M- Dr. Mohanad Awadir was going to tell us about how you can invest in real estate starting from less than $1 million. And as I said, I thought, well, hang on a second, I haven't got a million dollars to invest. <laughs> and then very politely, when we were off air, uh, Dr. Mohanad pointed out that he meant one dollar. Correct. One
2: dollar. One dollar, yes. How
0: can we invest in, with one dollar?
2: You know, there are so many ways where people who don't have... Um, means to financing, especially now with the rising interest rates, or they haven't been saving up, but they have the dream of investing in real estate and diversifying their sources of income. And because we're in 2023 and uh, the world is uh, you know, evolving and with technology, with um, the financial uh, tools available are becoming way more advanced, there are now opportunities for people with very limited funds to invest in real estate. So I'm going to mention a few of them. The first one is called REITs. Uh, REITs um, is the short for Real Estate Investment Trusts. So basically, these are real estate funds that include um, very, uh, very, very big diverse projects of real estate that are uh, put there for rental purposes. And uh, some of them reach up to a billion dirhams worth of uh, real estate assets and they're diversified, which means they're less risky and they're kept for the long run, which also makes it less risky. Managed extremely well by professional talent just because of the economies of scale and the size of it. And then these funds are put into the stock market to allow people to go and invest in them. So, for example, in the UAE, and this has been, by the way, running for a long time, but they've become way more mature. The first street was established in 1960. Uh, in the UAE, the first street was listed in 2010, Emirates Street. And right now, they're traded their shares for less than a dollar, which means anybody who's listening can just. Uh, open an account with a broker and go buy these uh, stocks uh, for less than a dollar and receive dividend on it, which is the equivalent of the rent income, uh, which could range between 6 to 8% annually. So that's a way for people to empower people to become landlords without having big funds. This is one way. The second way, which is the topic of my thesis. I was
0: going to say, I think crowdsourcing is going to come up, isn't it?
2: I call it crowd investment. Because because basically from its name, it's allowing a crowd or a group of people to group in and buy one property. So let's say there's a property for a million dirhams. um, A thousand people can uh, invest in it and each one of them will invest a thousand dirhams. uh, And they will Benefit exactly like a normal landlord because that specific property. They're different than REITs because in REITs you don't know where you put your money exactly. It goes into the fund, but with crowd investment you get choose. You get to choose the property. You can go and find the listing, a listings of different properties, and you say, okay, there is a for example one unit in Dubai Marina, um, and you see the full details very transparently. The rent, the expenses, and the net returns. And you say, okay, I'm going to buy a share there of worth 1,000 dirhams. And you become a landlord. You get your registration uh, and it becomes your share. And you get the income, the net income from it. And if the price goes up, you also benefit from the capital appreciation. So
0: those are now legal in the UAE? You can do that? Yes, there
2: are companies in the UAE that are operating as crowd investment companies. There are a couple of them listed at the DIFC. Uh, So this is the second way for people who are listening who can really... Buy a share or buy uh, in, into real estate, invest in real estate, and get the the returns from it, uh, and also the capital appreciation, not just the rent returns. The third way I would say is actually buying a property with an in-house payment plan from the developer, without worrying about the interest rates or the Ibor uh, increasing. So basically, this is where you go directly to a developer, and the the trick is in buying a ready property, Georgia. So it's not just an off-plan property. We've heard about offers where they say, okay. Buy this off-plan property. When it's ready, you pay for the next three years, uh, continue the payment. So it's post-handover. No, I'm talking about ready properties that are rented. So you go in and you buy it and uh, it's rented. So the in- the rent income can help you pay the installment. And then you pay it over five or seven years. And this is not a myth or theoretical stuff. There exist in Dubai. There are very, very few opportunities. Maybe I can count them in one hand that are available uh, that allow people to actually buy a property. And some of them start from as low as 500,000 dirhams. So imagine uh, buying this property with a payment plan of five years. So you have to pay 100,000 every year. Uh, and if the rent is like 50,000, that means you only have to pay 50,000 from your pocket.
0: So I remember you mentioning this to me before. Yep. And I actually went home and talked to my husband about it in that classic <laughs> kind of, I've heard about this a type yes. of way. And, you know, I just... And this is why I'm bringing it to you, because I still felt there must be a trick. There must be a catch.
2: No, there there is no catch. The only catch, to be very honest and transparent, is that some of these properties that are ready will be selling for a small premium, a higher price. But this is the same or equivalent to what you pay as interest when yes. you take a loan, right? Because banks will not come and tell you if the property is for a 1000000 you we're going to end up paying 1.8 no, over no, they're the not next truthful. decade. And they, they don't, don't tell you about
0: their fees They either. don't tell you about their well, fees. Well, they don't add them in. Yeah, yeah, and
2: they don't show it to you because it will shock everybody. Yes. They, but in this case, it's way lower. I assure you, it's yeah. lo- lower and it's fixed. So you don't have to worry about all the fluctuation in interest rates that are happening. And the biggest advantage that it's ready and you don't have to pay a very big down payment. It can start from as low as 10%. And then you continue paying over the years, and your returns will be phenomenal. Because let me give you the example. i just uh, explain the example I gave you. If you're paying 100,000 dirhams the first year, and I'm giving you 50,000 dirhams back, that means you're making 50% ROI, return on investment, the Already? first year. Because you paid 100, but you got back 50%, yes. right? 50,000. So, and what about the 400,000? Let's say you have it. You can put it in a fixed deposit and get on it 5%. So you're even...
0: Well, with interest rates so high at the moment, yeah. you could just put it in your normal bank account exactly. and get a I get, decent I get interest a rate.
2: Exactly, get 5% on it. So yes. that means you're making money both ways, right? You're making money from the property without having to put all your equity in it and keeping the remaining 400,000 rums, making on it 5% per annum. And you're making here 50%. On the first amount you paid which is amazing cool. i know it's so good to be true but it is it is, feel too it, good is to be true. it is true this it is, is true. this is reality in dubai this is good <laughs> and these these are the three ways i just wanted to highlight this very quickly um, yes. because a lot of people keep asking me hold on i cannot afford the property i don't have the millions you can do it from one dollar a thousand dirhams or from as low as paying the uh, you know just the down payment and then the rent can help you pay the rest
0: this is very encouraging. Thank you very thank much you. indeed. I feel enthused because right now we're sending all our money home to pay off the mortgage in the United Kingdom. But I could probably spare a thousand dollars, probably, and <laughs> then I could, um, you know, and then I could end up with a bit of a, a bit of a foothold in the UAE property market, especially yes. as you w- see it bubbling so nicely. Which
2: we heard today that it's one of the most promising markets from someone
0: <laughs> external. Yes. yes, from a lady <laughs> in Greece who I still didn't manage to pronounce her name, which was very <laughs> embarrassing. Um, Nahalid Alwadir, thank you very much thank indeed. You. For that tutorial up next if you've got any questions uh, Dr Mohammed will be happy to answer them this is property today on the agenda
1: with Morass and Dubai properties for the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai choose Morass and Dubai properties
0: Okay, so we have how many minutes have we got let's have a look we've got 7 minutes sure Maybe More six. than enough
1: today, actually. More
0: than enough. I yes. mean, normally we have three because we, we, we get it we get too excited. Yeah. But there are so many questions coming in. Here, let me just move my microphone over here because I need to move <laughs> things around. Here we go. I need the message board. Jen has just told me I have five minutes. So um, okay. not six or seven. Sure, five, we'll keep it fact.
2: short and sweet.
0: We'll be very well behaved. Okay. Uh, what are the most popular areas for real estate in Dubai, this person asks.
2: Um, in general, as uh, you heard today, the prime uh, and luxury uh, uh, projects are stealing the show. So um, one of the top areas uh, would be in the Palm. We have a lot of uh, demand in City Walk, um, a lot of demand in Dubai Hills, uh, Dubai Creek Harbour. Um, uh, last year, the highest number of transactions happened at Business Bay. Over 10,000 transactions happened in that district uh, alone That's out, interesting. Of, out of almost 100,000 transactions last year. So 10% went to Business Bay. So um, these are the main areas you should look for. But if you're looking for lucrative investment opportunities try to look at the outer rings you find there a lot of interesting opportunities Uh, that come at a very good price and very promising uh, future in terms of capital appreciation and higher uh, rent returns.
0: And you get your villas out there as well. Exactly. Most of the
2: villas are located in the Outer rings.
0: So that was a message from Tarek. Thank you very much for that. Marianne says, hello to you both. Thank you. If you had 1.5 million dirhams to invest, would you buy in Dubai or Ras Al-Khaimah? And I think Marianne wants to invest for three years.
2: Um, My answer to Marianne, uh, if this is your first property, I would say... Dubai. Okay. Invest in Dubai. If you want to diversify geographically, Ras Al Khaimah is offering amazing opportunities and the emirate is developing uh, its infrastructure, its uh, lifestyle, it's hosting a lot of uh, new exciting uh, projects over there. So not
0: least the win, and there's rumored to be a a strip around the win. <laughs> yes, a stri- so, we won't describe. We won't go into any further detail there. But yeah. they are modeling it on Las Vegas. They yeah. said.
2: Yes, so so there are opportunities over there. But if it's your first property, I would say invest in Dubai first, simply because of the high the highest demand is in Dubai right now. The legal framework and infrastructure is. Way, uh, way developed in Dubai, so it's a safer, I would say, option for you. But Ras Al Khaimah, Abu Dhabi, Sharjah—they all have also amazing opportunities.
0: Okay, so uh, this person who is anonymous says, thank you for a great show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I have an exclusivity agreement with my estate agent, but they haven't managed to rent my property for six weeks. How can I get out of this agreement so the property can be listed with other agents? Uh,
2: First of all, I would recommend that you tune in and listen to the podcasts because there was an episode where we we covered the 10 reasons why any property is not renting. And if you actually follow these 10 points, I assure you 100% that your property will be rented if you tick these 10 points. Uh, Second, regarding breaking the lease, the exclusivity agreement, it's very simple. Just go to the forms on the Dubai Rest app. Uh, Most probably that's what you've signed with your agency, a form A. And just you can cancel it immediately uh, with a form U. Or you can just send them an official notice by email in writing, informing them that because of their non-performance, you're breaking the agreement with them.
0: Form U. I love the. I love how you know the letters of each of the forms.
2: <laughs> this is just bonkers.
0: Uh, so this person says, "Hello, Dr. Wolf." First of all, bravo. Thank you. Thank uh, you. <laughs> as a resident of the UAE with properties, is there new paperwork that has to be forwarded? Read really, the new taxation bringing in June 2023. That's the corporation tax, isn't yes, it?
2: Yes, they're referring to the uh, the corporate tax. Corporate. Uh, it's not applicable on ownership of real estate, which I think, by the way. Uh, This is going to make real estate in Dubai even more exciting, simply because if today, Georgia, you have, let's say, uh, a fund, money, and you're with the option of starting a business or investing in real estate to get returns, you should definitely go for real estate because real estate is exempted from the corporate tax. But your company will not be. So uh, a lot of I think this is going to boost even more the real estate sector in Dubai. My answer to her is real estate is exempted from the corporate tax.
0: Okay, two minutes to go. Can you suggest projects with affordable prices? Uh,
2: Yes, as I mentioned earlier, most of the outer rings have affordable uh, houses, but also some of the prime areas. I personally bought at uh, Central Park for Miras and they were starting from 1.6 million dirhams. For me, for, for such a district, this is affordable, honestly.
0: Okay, uh, please suggest crowdfunding real estate company that I could go to.
2: I wouldn't want to highlight any of them because it would be like promoting them, but they can simply go to Google and they'll find a lot of local in the UAE companies that are registered. Just make sure you study very well their licensing, make sure they're official, they're licensed and also look at the uh, people operating it. Do they have the right expertise and then decide accordingly.
0: That was avid. Thank you for your question. Uh, How about what are some of the ready developments with payment plans?
2: There are very few. I can name very quickly the residents at JVC, the Skycourse at Dubai Land Residence. Um, Yeah, there, there are very few projects, but if they want more details, they can look it up also online.
0: Okay, uh, what are, uh, oh, here we go. This is a bit more complicated. Sure. We've only got a minute to go. Yeah. Uh, this is obviously from a family, a closed group of investors between colleagues and family. Mm-hmm. They want to open their own REIT uh, and manage it, but they find that the DIFC costs are outrageous. Is there any way to improve on these with new regulations? Um,
2: I don't think they can, but if they have to go through a REIT, which is a very big venture to get into, they have to actually make sure they invest in the foundation. They can also check ADGM in a Abu Dhabi. But I would say the DIFC is the best place to establish a REIT. And if they want more details, they can either get in touch with me or with the IFC.
0: Dr. Mohamed Awadir, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Nailed thank it. You. All of the questions gone. <laughs> if, you send, if you send any more in, however, uh, Dr. Mohamed Awadir is very kind. He does answer them personally with voice memos.
1: Gladly, I'll do that.
0: You're listening to Property Today on The Agenda.
1: With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties.
0: Hello there. Welcome back to The Agenda. Welcome back to Property Today. Uh, I've kept uh, Mohamed Alwadir. Dr. Mahanid, our dear in the studio with me. Uh, you might wonder why I'm sort of emphasising the doctor. And if you didn't listen at the top of the programme, at the beginning of the programme, uh, it's because uh, Mohaned has just managed to get his doctorate after two and a half years of hard graft. Yes. He has earned his right to call himself doctor and I'm going to use it as much as I possibly Thank can. Thank you so
2: much. It's so good hearing it. Thank yeah, yeah you. the doctor's in <laughs> the house.
0: The doctor's in the house. Uh, OK, let's turn our attention to a really big uh, international problem. Yes. Story. Very exciting story. Very exciting story. Essentially, there is a big question mark at the moment over the global property market, not least because uh, the Fed chair this week disappointed everybody. <laughs> I don't know why everyone thought he was going to like keep interest rates flat, but he didn't, and he put them up. And not only did he put them up, but he suggested that they were going to carry on going yes. up. Yes. Big. Problem, yeah. I would say, okay. So while Dubai, as we know, is bubbling along or waving along <laughs> quite happily, we don't say bubble here. We say yeah. wave. Yes. Um, uh, the rest of the world, the rest of the world's cities seem to be facing a slightly difficult circumstances. But we wanted to know uh, exactly what the situation was globally, because obviously we have a lot of international investors or we have a lot of people here in this country with an international outlook. So I'm delighted to say I'm joined on the line now by Eri Mitsoregio, which I think I've pronounced incorrectly, so I do apologise, who is the director of Savills World Research, joining us on Teams from Greece. Eri, I'm so sorry. Please do say your surname for me. I'm embarrassed to have got it wrong.
3: Good morning. It's Mitsosterio And don't worry, even the Greeks, uh, you know, say it wrong sometimes. Well, Eri, that's very kind of you. Thank you
0: very much indeed for joining us. Uh, an absolute pleasure to pleasure. have you with us on the line. Uh, so I'm Georgia Tolly, and opposite me is Mahaned Awadir, Dr. Mahanid Awadir.
2: Very good to have you with us, Eri. We're very excited to hear about uh, the global outlook uh, of real estate. We're, we're so engrossed with what's happening here in Dubai and in the region. And it's always exciting to hear about, uh, you know, international uh, markets and what's going on with them.
0: Yes. Yeah, so would you suggest, Eri, <laughs> that things aren't, are looking a little bleak around the world?
3: Well, f- um, ironically, for the prime residential markets, uh, the, 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 they don't look that bleak. Uh, obviously, the market has slowed down, especially the last, uh, the half of last year, the second half of last year. Uh, the rising interest rates have had an impact on, on, on sentiment and therefore there have been less uh, transactions and a slowdown in, uh, in, in capital uh, uh, growth. Nevertheless, we do see the return of people uh, in the cities and we do see a very strong demand for, for people to live in cities and, and acquire uh, properties in cities. So on the one hand, obviously the rising interest rates, as you say, it's not great news uh, it uh, people have you know adopt a wait and see approach on 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 their uh, future plans to purchase, uh, but at the same time there is this uh, very strong demand for for real estate for rental uh, as almost as an as an alternative to buying, and therefore you see very uh, high rise of uh, of of rents in most cities in the world. So capital in, we monitor around 30, 30 cities. Capital values increased last year by around three percent rental values by around six percent
2: yeah makes sense um, Ari, where do you see the um, the most uh, interesting city that the eyes should go to now which city are you nervous about and when i say nervous a lot of investors find this as an opportunity as you know whenever there are troubles in any real estate market that's where the eyes of the investors go not the end users but w- which city you think we should watch out for next
3: the cities, in terms of, uh, of opportunity, uh, D- Dubai is doing very well. It's on the top of the league. <laughs> yeah, we know uh, that. <laughs> is, is, it is. It is on the top of the league. It's playing a bit of a of a catch up uh, with with the rest of the cities, uh, and uh, and and what has supported uh, Dubai this year, last year, and. Pre, uh, post-pandemic it is the lifestyle and it's driven by a lot by expats and uh, and people and also people that have the flexibility to work from wherever they want so yep. they, they choose cities that have like good climate uh, and good conditions uh, and and dubai has been one of them in the u.s on the other side uh, a very strong performer has been miami mm-hmm. for for similar reasons uh, and uh, at the same time the top gateway cities remain in demand, uh, like New York, Singapore in Asia as well. Uh, And in in Europe, for example, you you have cities like Lisbon and Milan also performing very well. Again, most of them are driven really from this. There is a shift of of people in quality of life and the flexibility to work from anywhere can give them the ability to choose anywhere they like in the world, practically.
0: Would you say that it's the same in the commercial sector? So we've had a little look at the residential. How about the commercial environment globally?
3: This uh, this is a bit different. Uh, also in the in, in the prime in the prime resi, you also have a lot of equity buyers as well, and that's why it is kept more resilient. The the capital value growth slower but resilient. On the commercial side, I think there was even more nervousness, especially in the second half of last year. Again, uh, a typically very strong, Q, what what, is, what should be a typically very strong uh, final quarter of the year in terms of transactions, uh, turned out to be a very, very weak one else, as, as investors really paused their decisions, waiting to see what is going to happen with interest rates. Investment volumes dropped uh, dramatically and pricing is, is correcting across the board. Even for the best properties, pricing is correcting because because it's 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 maths. Interest rates are rising, and 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 the maths have to work for for investors. Um, what we observe, though, across the board and across sectors, including residential and commercial, is this flight to quality. Uh, users, end users and users uh, and investors uh, don't compromise with anything less than the best asset in in, in the market. Uh, properties that are uh, ESG compliant they are green properties they are sustainable properties they are new they're modern they follow the, the the current requirements in terms of, of design and layout and and uh, and that creates a bit of a uh, polarization in the market currently.
0: Eri thank you so much for joining us on the line really appreciate your insights on that it feels like there's so much more we could cover so we'll have to get you on the program again but a real uh, pleasure to catch up with you there uh, that's Eri Mitsurio Mitsurio Midsostereo, say it, Midsostereo. it again. Stereo. Midsostereo. <laughs> Midsostereo. Midsostereo. It's actually very easy now I've said it. stereo. Ex- <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Uh, director of Savills World Research, joining us there from Greece and giving us a glimpse uh, of insights as to what it's like uh, around the rest of the world, both on the residential and on the commercial side. Fascinating stuff there, Mohanad. Uh, yeah, really, totally
1: agree. Very exciting.
0: Really interesting. <laughs> this is Property Today on the Agenda.
1: With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties.
0: You've been listening to a podcast of Property Today. Make sure you don't miss the next show, which is broadcast live at 11am every Monday, only on The Agenda.